Welcome back to the Ring of Up podcast here. We are back for another fabulous episode today. Carlos, how are we, man? We're doing good, man. Uh, as far as baseball related, we're doing good. As far as being a Yankees fan, not good. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks to be a Yankees fan right now. Apparently, the Yankees are Aaron Judge, but hey, we'll get into that here in a little bit. We are currently watching. Um, it is the eighth inning of this Mets and Astros game, and Scherzer's out in the eighth inning dealing. I mean, we've had our talks about these guys, you know what I mean? And I guess maybe just a good start, you know what I mean? I, I think the bigger news here is the Houston Astros are not are really, really underperforming right now. They just got swept by the Reds, which we'll get into. But Yes, the Reds the are Houston, hot. The Houston Astros have lost four straight, and, I mean, they're down 6-1 in the A's. So, I mean, unless something crazy happens, you can mark it as the fifth straight loss for the Astros. Yeah, I mean, Serge going to – might be going to shut piece. He's uh, 84 pitches through, you know, and start, I guess, with one guy on in the bottom of the eighth and no outs. But, hey, shout out to him. Oh, maybe he'll finish this off. But uh, before we get into all of this stuff, a uh, real quick shout out. Obviously, we have the College World Series going on right now. And man, have those games been good. If you guys aren't watching the College World Series, you guys are missing out. These are some really, really good games. Every single one. This is, uh, this started back on Friday. Um, the eight schools in it were Oral Roberts, TCU, Florida, Virginia, Wake Forest, Stanford, LSU, and Tennessee. Some... Uh, Big name, you know, well-known schools, some schools you expect to be there, but some schools that some people might not have thought. Oral you know, Roberts, shout Oral out. Oral Roberts, Golden Eagles. Fun fact, did you know Jose Trevino, the catcher for the Yankees, went to Oral Roberts? I did not know that. Yeah, Golden Eagle alumni. But, yeah. Shout out to him. I mean, I swear, I swear I've never heard of Oral Roberts ever. No, it's have like, you seen? There's a TikTok going. Um, so the College World Series has their own, like, TikTok account. Maybe it's the NCAA baseball. I'm not sure whose account, but... They're asking players from the other schools, hey, do you know where Oral Roberts is? <laughs> and they just sit there with the most confused face, like, no, they have no idea where uh, Oral Roberts is. It's actually really funny. But um, you say, Where'd you say it was at? In Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Tulsa, man. Oklahoma, to be exact. That's crazy. But hey, shout out to them. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's huge. Getting there and I mean not just getting there, but I mean they what they barely lost to uh They lost to Florida yesterday. Was it Florida? Yeah, Florida. Yeah, by a run, by barely, a run. right? The coach almost blew it too with the mound visits and yep. having to take his pitcher out and things of that sort, right? So Yeah. It like I said, man, this is uh it's very exciting. Every game, so just for reference here, um Games on Friday score six to five. The second game six to five. Saturday's games three to two, six to three. Sunday's games four to three, five to four. Today's games six to four and three to two. God man, all one, these games are within one run. Except I mean, for that Tennessee Stanford game today, but Tennessee Stanford was six to four, and LSU still. Tennessee was six three. And, then, and even in that Tennessee Stanford game, they were losing. They came four, back. They yeah. were losing four nothing. They I came mean, back. It, it's crazy, man. I mean, these games are just freaking insane right now, dude. It's so fun to watch. Them. Absolutely, I mean, these guys are getting after it, and you can see that they all want it and. You know, just seeing all the passion and the excitement, and these guys just love being there, man. It's so fun to watch. Oh, if you're yeah. not watching it, man, you guys are missing out on some great that baseball game right now. That last night, Oral Roberts and in Florida. And Florida, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were both on the edge of our seats watching that. That yeah, was such a good game. I was rooting so hard for Oral so Roberts. I mean, I'm just rooting for them. Everybody of, wants yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, the, the Cinderella story, yeah, you know what I mean? Well, you remember, what was it, a couple years ago when uh, – I want to say it was 2017, 16, when Coastal Carolina won it, and everybody uh, yeah, was yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, Coastal Carolina of all teams. And, I mean, Freak Oral Roberts last night, too, they had that chance. late. I think late in the eighth inning, they left bases loaded, and then they came up again in the uh, bottom of the ninth, and I think they had, like, one or two guys on that they left, yeah. too. So, I mean, they, they just left a couple guys on, but they were right there, man. They could have easily taken that oh, game Oh, 2016, that was when they uh, – when Coastal won it. That, and that was also, I didn't know this, but that was also the only year that they've made it to the College World Series. Wow. So the one and only year they made it, they've won. They won it. So Cause they yeah. Have, yeah, they haven't been back since. Huh? So rooting for Oral Roberts. But like I said, man, some of these teams have some just amazing talent, man. Florida has a two-way player. LSU has that scheme guy who threw the other night like 130 pitches and was still throwing 102. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude's unreal. There's some legit talent out there, man. Dude is unreal. But man. that just goes to show it don't matter who you got. You could have the best player in the world. But I mean, 
you still got to play. It's a team sport. Yeah, Oral he, Roberts has shown that. Nobody knows a single player on that team, but they're well, out. They're again, playing. Nobody even knew they were a school until a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, really, <laughs> really though. I can't remember what regional they came out of. I want to say it was the Oregon regional. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not sure either. But they, yeah, they play tomorrow against TCU. Should be a good game. Didn't they already beat TCU they earlier? They beat them six right? to five. That was the opening yeah. game. Yeah, so they already beat them once. Obviously, TCU's going to have that vengeance of wanting to get them back, right? But they play in Tennessee and uh, LSU will play tomorrow. So in the semifinals, you got Florida and Wake Forest awaiting the winners of those. But again, check these games out. They're really, really good games. They're entertaining. They come down to the last pitch almost. Well, I mean, not every game has every come down. Every game, yeah. So there's a shot literally every game in that ninth inning. You, every, for every team. Yeah, the team has a chance to still win it, man. It, it keeps you on your seats for sure. If you're a baseball fan, if you if you love competition, if you love watching people go at it, you know, back and forth, man, this is definitely the thing to watch. But it's it's been it's been fun. It's been really really fun to watch, man. And it's just it's so so freaking awesome. I think, to and see. I think the, I just think the best part about this is like. Unlike other sports, not going to say which one, but there isn't just one team out here dominating. Oh, yeah. There isn't just one team out here blowing everybody out every not single e- year. Not even just that. It's not the same three teams that exactly. you're going to see there. And, you know, you have that rumble of who's going to fall in fourth. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it's just so competitive. Literally any one of these remaining teams, four teams, or, yeah, these remaining four teams can win it. No, six, sorry. But you never know what'll happen. You'll man, never know, man. Like I said, Oral Roberts. Nobody knew where Oral Roberts was, and yeah, here they you are. Gotta, you got to go. At the end of the day, it's a, it's pretty much win or go home now, except for that um, semifinal. Yeah, except for who is it for Florida and Wake Forest? Florida, await the winners. Yeah. So I mean, everybody else is you know win or go home now. So it's uh it's gonna be a dogfight to the end. It's gonna be exciting to watch. So keep up with it. Let us know what you guys think about it. You know what I mean? Share your thoughts, things of that sort. But we love it. We love it all for sure. Um, but stepping into obviously the big leagues here, Carlos. I mean, uh, like you said earlier, your Yankees are. Uh, are I are called this <laughs> the last time we recorded. I literally said the Yankees are the bad news bears without Aaron Judge. They don't know how to play baseball if Aaron Judge isn't on the field, and it is showing. The Yankees have not won a series since um, since he went on the I. since he went on the I.O. That was two weekends ago at Dodger Stadium. They won that series. Um, but then they they played, I believe, the White Sox, lost two or three. They played the Red Sox, got lost two or three uh, last weekend. And then um, they played the Red Sox. They this played weekend again this got weekend, swept. got swept. I'm trying to think of who their midweek schedule, uh, game was. I can't remember who they played. They but played the Mets and lost. Uh, oh yeah, they played the Mets. They lost two games to the Mets. No, that was just a two gamer. That was uh, they split the one and one. They won the first game, lost the second game. Oh yeah, they did win one, lose one, but, but yeah, they lost to the White. So- they lost the series to the White Sox, so that one hurt. They lost the series to the Red Sox. They lose one of two to the Mets, then they get swept by the Red Sox in again. Yeah, in Fenway, and now they're playing against the Mariners at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and at- then it doesn't get any easier. They play the Rangers. Yeah, then you play the Rangers after that. So, but then you get a little bit of a somewhat break. You play in Oakland, but even Oakland recently. At play, Oakland. They've been playing okay baseball. They've been playing some good baseball. They've been winning a couple I, games here and there. So, But this is literally this is the conversation to be had with who's the most valuable player. Aaron Judge, we have seen now two years in a row. Him not in the lineup shows that the Yankees cannot perform, which is embarrassing when you have guys like Giancarlo Stanton and DJ LeMahieu and Anthony Rizzo and Glaber Torres, you have all these other guys yeah, that should be I mean, performing. Well, yeah, but I mean, are those guys really guys? I, I mean, mean, you know what they, I mean? Anthony Rizzo, when he was with the Cubs, yeah, I guess he was one of the guys there. But I mean, let's be honest: is Anthony is Anthony Rizzo really going to be one of those guys no, now well, in his he, career? You it's know what it's I mean? literally the team doesn't know how to perform without Aaron Judge in the lineup. Like it exposes every single weakness that lineup has if he's not in the lineup, which is embarrassing to say, but it's the reality. And I don't know. What the solution of it is, I saw this stat where DJ LeMayhew, Josh Donaldson, and Glaber Torres, I believe, was the other, the third one. Um, they literally are batting 195, Stanton, Donaldson, LeMayhew, 195 collectively as three with an on-base percentage of 265. That's sad. 
And not to mention that these three players are also getting a combined $68 million, just them three. Ooh, embarrassing. 68 Definitely million. not living up to it, huh? No, that's more than Oakland's payroll and more than the Orioles' payroll. Those three guys alone. And the Orioles right now are still playing. And the Orioles baseball. right now are a scary They're baseball hot. team. The five games back of first place of the dominant freaking Tampa Bay Rays. You know what I mean, but yeah, them Yankees, man, it's it's uh it's kind of a shit show watching them. And right there's now. no, and the shitty part is, man, like, okay, well, you know, Aaron Judge, had, they said, oh, it's ten days minimum with his toe injury, and I told you from the beginning that it wasn't just a simple toe thing, like, it's his back foot, so all the weight, you know, the foot he uses to push off and everything. Yeah. And all his Aaron weight sits yeah, on it and everything. Aaron Boone was asked after the loss yesterday to Boston. Um, Oh, like what do you? When do you expect him to be back? Or they asked him if he was expected to be back before the All Star game. He goes, "Yeah, it's a possibility, but it's also a possibility he can be out another four weeks or something like Jesus that." Jesus Christ! So he gave us a very. He goes, "He can be back by this weekend, maybe back in four weeks." So that means you won't see him till after the All Star. Yeah, game. that's what I'm thinking too. So and they're already ten and a half games back. They're just falling further and further far, behind. Literally, the you know only I mean? consistency we have on this team is uh, Garrett Cole. He does go out there and you know deals every and week, deals every, every outing. Yeah. But again, Garrett Cole's one guy. Severino's been asked. Cortez is hurt. Clark Schmidt is asked. I mean, Carlos Rondon, the guy who was a, our biggest signing and on, I think our only signing other than re-signing Judge. Well, he was supposed to be that finishing piece. To well, and he's been hurt, but he's rehabbing and on the rehab assignment, I believe, this week. So assuming everything goes well and stuff, he will be. He should be in the Yankees rotation and. I don't know, probably the next two weeks minimum. Yeah, but how often do you see that ever really pan out that well, great? You know and, I mean, mean, if he's been hurt all year, I don't know. I mean, that, being optimistic here, I hope he can come back, and this is kind of what helps him out. But Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it might help out the pitching because the Yankees statistically do have the best bullpen in baseball, and their pitching in general, I just had this pulled up, their pitching in general I think is fourth. Let's see. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we? I just had this. Oh yeah, fifth. The Yankees in the league. Yeah, ERA wise, their starting rotation or their pitching in general is fifth in the league, behind the Padres, the Twins, the Rays, and the Astros. So the pitching's holding up, but it's. I mean, does it matter if you're? There's no offense. There's no literally no offense. Offense is non-existent apparently in New York right now. Well, um, not with the Mets, but with the Yankees, because the Mets right now are 6-1 and looking to add a couple more here in the top of the ninth. This so. crazy stat just came out. Luis Arise hits this season, 102. Hits by Yankees not named Aaron Judge. So keep in mind, eight guys, and let's say another. <laughs> well, no, let's that's say, more than eight Well, guys. no, eight guys in the lineup, but let's just say they pencil in three, four extra guys off the bench that have been called up or whatever. So hits by Yankees not named Aaron Judge, 96. Jeez. So Luis Arise is out hitting the Yankees himself. <laughs> hey, to be fair, Luis Luis Arise is a different kind of machine that's out there right now, dude. Luis Arise is something we haven't seen. Yeah, in who knows a, how long? He's a he's a different kind of machine out there right now that we have. We don't know. I mean, last year obviously he won the batting title last year, right? Yeah, in the NL, but God, or in see, the AL, in sorry. the AL, yeah. But to see him come out this year and all of a sudden be hitting freaking four hundred. Halfway into June, it's just like, what the heck is going on with this guy? Luis Arise on the season, man, has 100 hits, or 102 hits. He has He's batting 400. He has 15 doubles. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't hit for power, and he knows that. He only has two home runs, but he knows that he's not going to hit a bomb. He'll run oh, into fuck. one, sure, but what his on-base percentage is 450. The next closest is... Oh, just looking at this list quickly is Will Smith, 409. Jeez. Well, I mean, it's only fitting. I mean, I, I think he got traded over to the perfect ballpark that was going to suit him the best because... Oh, that ballpark is massive. I mean, that ballpark is huge. Now with this dude that just sprays it from left from the left field to the right field line, it, it's, it's, I mean, he's out there just having fun like he's on a playground right now and can do whatever he wants, and it's freaking awesome. It's man. like, it, and the crazy thing is like, 
yeah, he's a professional hitter, and this is what he's getting paid to do. But this dude can put the ball, it seems like, wherever he wants. I mean, like I said, he hits from the he hit one down left field today. He hit one down the right field line. He today. went three times up the middle. Three times up the middle. Went five for five on the day today. It's the dude crazy. is not afraid of two strikes either. Four of his five hits today were. Off two strikes. On two strike counts. Yeah, he full, didn't, full count or two strike counts. And he doesn't care. Like God, he and, has, one, and one of them he went up and got at his eyes, dude, and still hit it. And barreled it. Yeah, barreled it down the line. And everything's barreled with him. Every every base hit this guy has just seems like he knows exactly what's going to happen. It doesn't matter what pitch or who's pitching or where he's at. Like, Luis Arise right now, I mean, you guys got to check him out. His at-bats are fun to watch, how he approaches it, how he – he literally scans the field to see, oh, where's everyone at? How deep are they shifted? What's... It's just insane, man. It don't and matter what, where you put guys. You can have 13 guys out there. He'd probably, probably find a way on. He'd find a hole somewhere. He'd put, yeah. It don't <laughs> it, matter where. Uh, it's crazy, man. And the Marlins are actually pretty good. The Marlins are they're, hot. They're playing pretty good baseball. The Marlins right? are hot right now, baby. Come on now. I mean, they're in, they're in the NL East, which kind of sucks because the Braves are a bit, a bit of a powerhouse over there. But they're only four and a half games back only of the Braves right now. So it's like, well, these guys are actually playing some really good ball this year, only being that we're halfway into the month of June. So It's really um, – they got they got something cooking over there. I, Yuri, uh, is it Yuri Perez? Perez, yeah, yeah. The, the rookie pitcher. He's been solid for them. I think they have a lot of guys that nobody's really paying much attention to, but – yeah, you, I think Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Lozardo yesterday threw a jam. He's been he's actually been having a really good year. I mean, just imagine if Sandy could figure it all That's out. What I was gonna say, yeah, if Sandy was there, you know what I mean? That that'd be a nasty pitch and stuff. Jorge Soler, twenty one bombs, forty five ribbies. I mean, their team's performing, and Jesus Lozardo is. I mean, you have Luis Arise, Yuli Gurriel. That's won a championship. He actually won two of them with Houston, didn't he? Yeah. This past right. list, last one they won, and he was there in 17. Gene Segura, you know what I mean? So you have those guys, like you said, Jorge Soler, Joey Wendell, which was with the Rays and was one of those guys that just constantly was finding barrel too. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they got some guys now, and it's fun watching them. It's fun. They're uh, winning ball games. It's fun to see when these teams that for, you know, the last couple of years weren't really doing much and were just kind of the laughing stock of baseball now kind of. So Yuri Perez, I believe he was there – Top pitching prospect. He he got called up not that long ago. He's made seven starts, but his ERA in those seven starts is one eight. Yeah, no, dude's unreal. I mean, he's got some nasty stuff. He's uh, he I picked him up in fantasy. That's the only reason I know, right? But he's got some nasty stuff. He goes out there and he shoves on a regular and gives these guys a chance to win. Like I said, Sandy Alcantara won the Cy Young last year, and he's probably the worst pitcher in that rotation right now. I mean, he has a four nine ERA. <laughs> yeah. he, that's the worst on <laughs> yeah. their team. Like he's just... They have a reliever who's five, but I mean, still starting pitching wise, Lazardo's a four zero, Edward Cabrera's a four seven, and Sandy's a four nine. I mean, yeah. if he could figure it out, man, that rotation can be probably the one of the nastiest in the league, arguably. I wonder what the hell happened to him. How the hell do you go from Cy Young to being just could it bad? Be? I don't just know because. <laughs> I remember last year, this dude was eight, seven, eight, nine innings every outing. Could it be maybe that he's just tired? Can it be? I mean, but you don't think having an off season would uh, well, help an off out with season, that? I but mean, I mean, I don't know. I I have no idea, and it's not like he's. I don't know. I have I have no idea what it could be for him. Maybe like a mechanical yeah. thing. Maybe. I mean, it could just be he did a he had a different workout plan in the off season. You know what I mean? And he was different timing or something. I don't know. Regardless, whatever it is, I mean, he's got to figure it out. Well, I mean, if you're if you're hit, if your lineup's going to hit like they're hitting now, and if you're pitching the rest of your pitching and their bullpen's nasty too, is going to pitch like they are. I mean, they're kind of counting on you. They're kind of counting. Yeah. I mean, they were be going into the year, but now they're like, okay, well, we'll cover your slack, but you got to figure it out, dude. Yeah, you got to find something out here. But yeah. yeah, they're they're hot right now, man. They beat the Blue Jays eleven to zero today. Um, I believe they're on a six-game winning streak. Jesus. Uh, let me just make sure. A lot of win streaks right now. Yeah, Miami, six games with today's win. Six games. That's staying hot, huh? That's finding a little streak there. But, I mean, it sucks when Atlanta's also on a six-game winning streak. The Phillies that who are behind them, I mean, they're like three games in the win column, four games in the win, com- win column behind them. They're on a six-game winning streak as well. So, I mean, a lot of people playing some good balls. What is it on uh, Bad News Bears? You win three, that's a win streak. Oh, yeah. 
No, that's on Major League. Oh, is it? On Major when League? when he's talking to them in the in the clubhouse. No, what did you say? You win tomorrow. That's another. No, how does it go? I don't remember exactly but he, how it is, but you win three. That's called that's a winning called streak. called a winning streak. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. You know who's not on the winning streak is the Mets. They have lost their last two, and they're sitting 12 and a half back in the East. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks like they're going to win this game. They're up 8 to 1 right now. But you're also. 9 to 1. 9 to 1 now. Jesus. But, they just added three more runs in the top of the ninth inning here. Like I was saying, though, man, I think this is more concerning for Houston rather than the Mets putting it on them. Because, I mean, we saw the Reds sweep them. But At the you, same time, the Reds are on a nine-game win streak, too. Right? The Reds have won nine straight, Another baby. one of these teams that's on a streak right now that these guys can't be stopped. I don't think it's a streak. I think the Reds are a legit team. I think the Cincinnati Reds are a legit team. What's yeah. stopping them from going out and getting that Shane Bieber, that Marcus Stroman, this this because real, let's be real here. They're three I mean, games back. No, they're tied. They're with tied this for win. first right Yeah, now. they're yeah, tied, they're for, tied first. for first right now. That central is very weak. If they can go out and get yeah, one of these who, pitchers. But who, are you, but who are you giving up for him? I don't know. Someone. <laughs> I mean, you're who, in win now with these guys. I mean, who are you, who are you giving up? But you're going to have to give up some pieces for a Shane Bieber. Or a Marcus Stroman. Or a Marcus Stroman. Like, you're going to have to give something up. You know what I mean? The Cincinnati Red right now um, – Hunter Green did just go on the IL. I don't. I think it was. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt for you know sure. That's I mean? probably that's their best ERA wise pitcher. But I mean, their offense: Jonathan India, Spencer Steer, Jake Fraley. I mean, um, McKinney. Gosh, I, every time we talk about him, I forget his goddamn name, and he's on my team. But all these guys are banging. That lineup's banging. They swept the Astros this weekend, and Joey and Votto's getting hot. Joey Votto, first game. Matt McClain. McKinney's the guy on the Angels. Yeah, yeah. Matt McClain for the Reds. But, yeah, they just got back Joey Votto. And not to say that he's going to be, you know, some the MVP player he once was because he did win an MVP. Yeah, he did. But he's going to be that veteran presence that that, te- that a team needs. They have a, such a young team. They're calling up all these, you know, the Elo, the Eli, Ellie Dela Cruz. De Cruz. They're calling up all these young guys and – I mean, there's not really much anyone of a veteran presence in the pitching rotation either. No, I, I think mean, Joey Votto's going to be that Votto's guy. that guy. I mean, he's the only guy. It's not that he he's going to be. He's the only guy that's – and, again, we talked about it last time, right? He's been a, a red his whole career. So having him there and seeing him kind of come to life, I bet you he's bringing a whole bunch of life to it. Well, maybe it's, the you know, all the new guys coming in that brought some life back to him. You that know what too. I mean? Maybe maybe them being seeing, a contender yeah, and like seeing, seeing them win ball. Joey games. Votto's out there like, damn, these guys can play a little bit. Let's get going here, huh? Let's That's see what can happen. You know what I mean? He went two for three today with a bomb, three RBIs. Yeah. First game back. And I like mean, you said, tied for first place with the Brewers. The Pirates have fallen off a little bit. It looks like they're starting to slide down. Um, the Cubs and then Yeah. That other team. That's still what in the other division. Team? What, what team is that? I don't have my glasses on today. I don't, can't see that last ah, team. The Cardinals, they have one, too, I think, in the a row. Te- the team that's 30 and 43. Hell, yeah. That's a hell of a season in my eyes. 30 and 43. And you're only eight games back of first place. How? <laughs> you're in the central. If the Yankees were 30 and 43 right now, they'd be close to, like, 20 games back. Jesus. Yeah, no. I mean, the Brewers are 37 and 34, and the Cardinals are 30 and 43. Yeah, it's a weak ass division. It definitely is. But I, like I said, man, Cincinnati—they're legit. Team. I mean, they're hot and they're playing good. You know what I mean? They definitely got some stuff going. Again, how long does it last? Is my question. Will it last all season? I don't. I, Maybe. Am I? I mean, it definitely could. You I know mean, what I mean? If but, we were if we were talking about them in the uh, either or the other ones, the West or the East, they'd be a whole different story. Yeah, they'd be irrelevant. Whole different story. That record in the East, they would be tied for fourth. They'd be tied for fourth? Oh, yeah. The Reds tied would be for tied fourth, for fourth. Maybe even last. Tied and for in the third. West, they'd be... Uh, they'd be tied for fourth in the West, yep. tied for third in the East. The Phillies are 38 and 34. Yep. The Reds are 38 and 35. So. so, like I said, I think being in this weak division helps them out oh, a lot. Oh, for sure. I mean, you get hot at the you know towards the end of the year, and you never know what could happen, man. That's yeah. I mean, you again, you got to get hot at the right time, right? Hot at the right time. You never know what happens here. But needless to say, man, it's um, 
I'd be excited if I was a Cincinnati Reds fan for sure. Oh, especially not... for the future. Oh well, yeah. man, just seeing the team they have. Just seeing the team if, now. If I'm the if I'm the Reds, I maybe go try to get a pitcher, but I I'm not willing to give up a lot right now. Well, no, you're you know right. I, I yeah, mean? no, I agree. I, I, I I'll I'm okay. You know, finishing out the season with what I got. If if we make a run, we make a run. If we don't, then maybe I try to sign someone in the off season. You know what I mean, and make an impact that way. But I, I don't really want to give up a whole lot. Yeah, right I would. Yeah, I wouldn't either because there's no way going into the season the Reds were like, yeah, we're World Series contender. No hell no. I think everything going on right now is catching them by surprise. And they're starting to see like. And oh, they're starting shit. to see like these young guys actually developed and are really fucking good. If so, I was the Reds, what I start doing is I start signing some of these guys to some, some of these younger, like some of these, Braves. Yeah, some of these weaker contracts. Jesus Christ, two more runs for the Mets here. Yeah, I start I start thinking about trying to sign some of these guys like the Ellie De La Cruz, you know what I mean? If I can get him on the cheap like the Braves did out there with all those young guys, shit, let me start to build this team for, you know, the long run, not just for a couple years here. Yeah, I mean, you got, like I said, yeah, that Ellie De La Cruz guy, he's exciting. That is, do you see him beat out the plays the at fucking first? line drive? It wasn't even a play. It was a line drive to first that Jose Abreu just bobbled. He, he bobbled it, it and he beat it out. It's like yeah. Usain Bolt on the bases, man. <laughs> it's a goddamn cheat code. Yeah, dude, dude. I was like, holy crap, dude. Yeah, since being called up, he's batting 273. I mean, not terrible. Has one bomb, six stolen bases, five RBIs. But this is a guy. This is, I mean, this was a very, their top prospect, but it's also a guy that they knew that still needed some development, but they were just like, he can do that development in the big leagues. I mean, well, and again, not? I mean, it's one of those situations where we weren't good, so let me call this guy up, see if he can get something going. Get the reps going. And if he does, you see what happens. The dude all of a sudden thinks he belongs, and now he's starting to play good, and, I mean, he's he's definitely helping that team out right now big time. Yeah, man. Um, exciting times. Pittsburgh's falling a little bit. The Cubs, it's going to be really... That Marcus Stroman sweepstake, I think, is going to be huge. I that might be the biggest. Well, no, I think Shohei Otani being traded. Yeah, the Sho- Shohei Otani, Marcus Stroman comes right after him, <sighs> and then Shane Bieber is going to be a, those those three pieces are going to be the big pieces when it comes to the trade talks. The thing the thing with Cleveland is I don't I don't think they'll get rid of. They have to. They what have to, but do? it's a weak division, and what is. Getting rid of your ace gonna tell him like, hey, like we don't really care about. Well, this season no, anymore. but you're gonna get a couple pieces back. That hey, we're gonna keep trying to build. You know what I mean? We might get rid of this guy, but let me see who I can. If can I get a top ten prospect back? You know what I mean? Can yeah, I get yeah, a top I mean, fifteen Shane prospect an back? Ace on any team? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna get some good pieces back for him, especially with the White Sox or the Indians being the Indians Guardians. right now. What well, the Guardians? My bad. Fuck all that shit. Um, they're still behind the Twins. You know what I mean? So. They are only two and a half games back, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. If I can get rid of Shane Bieber to grab two or three pieces that are going to help make my team maybe a little bit better, I'm I'm definitely considering it. Well, yeah. You know like I, mean? I said, I mean, did you see that thing? They play the Cardinals in London this year. I'm not sure what. I think that's coming up. Either. Yeah, it's coming up soon. It's either this weekend or next, but he bought, I guess, all his teammates – um, a Nintendo Switch or whatever. Oh, really? Shane Bieber? Did? No, Strowman. Oh, Marcus Strowman. Strowman's a class act, man, dude. He's a really cool guy. On social media, he you can see him. He's very active on social media. If you follow him on Twitter, he's he very active. Twitter, yeah. yeah, he loves barking <laughs> back at people. It's awesome. But I mean, he backs up all his like all the criticism he gets. He backs it up. Dude's been lights out. So he's gonna be very interesting to see get moved. I don't think the Cubs keep him. I don't see why they would keep him. Yeah, especially since they've fallen back so far now. So. I mean, I mean, they're just above the Cardinals now. They're three and a half games back. I get it, but it seems like you guys are only falling from there. You know right. what I mean? And that, I mean, I just don't see anything going on out there. Yeah. Now a little bright spot for the Cardinals though. Jordan Walker has come back, and since he's been back, he's hitting three hundred over three hundred now. Weird. It's almost as if he was hitting the ball before he left. I know. It's like Jesus. It's like this guy does know how to play the game. You know what I mean? I still don't understand why Paul DeYoung's still in that dang freaking playing defense out there, but. Hey, who am I? You know what I mean? Right. Well, I think, I mean, the Card- I think the Cardinals, you can make the statement that they're the most disappointing team. Oh, 100%. I mean, this 100%. is a really, really bad year for the St. Louis Cardinals. Who the hell was going to think that they'd be in last place fucking with a 400 win percentage? Like, well, not even, I mean, they're not, they're 13 games under 500. 
Yeah, it's bad. It's very, very bad. You know what I mean? And very I mean, underperforming. The management has, I mean, and they're, oh, I can't stand Ali Marmol. He is this his putting, first year? It's his second. Oh. Yeah. But he keeps he keeps putting it on these guys, and I'm like, dude, you're you're not the guy. After wins, he's like, oh, we're playing bad. We gotta we gotta stop playing bad. We gotta stop, dude. When are you gonna stop putting your team out there on blast? When? When are you gonna? When are you gonna learn, dude? You're you can't manage a bullpen. You don't know what you're doing with that bull. You don't know what you're doing with the lineup. Why is Paul DeYoung still in your lineup? Why? Answer me that question. Why is Burleson in your lineup? Why? Answer me that question. No. You're going to sit here and tell me that it's these guys and and you have nothing to do with the fact that they suck? Bro, you need to stop. You need to go. You and John Mosley like, need to go ASAP, like I right mean, now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought he was going to be gone a while ago, but it doesn't seem like they're thinking about that. They got rid of freaking, uh, what was his name, Mike Schilt. Couple years ago, because he was freaking fight. He his record. He was at a five hundred record, and that wasn't good enough for the Cardinal way. <laughs> five hundred ball. You know what I'd kill to be five hundred ball right now. Five hundred ball would put you right in the mix. We'd be freaking right behind the Reds. Yeah, you'd be. <laughs> we'd, yeah. we'd be right behind the Reds right now, playing five hundred ball. They they got rid of Mike Schilt because he was playing five hundred baseball, but going thirty and forty three is all of a sudden okay for for uh, what's his name Mosellac. I mean, make it make sense. Make it make sense. That's all I'm asking. I wonder is, what I just wonder what the big picture here is. I don't know what his like I really don't know what they're doing. Like you're not firing the manager. Obviously John Mosalek's not gonna fire himself or step down. Well John Mosalek I think is the problem because he fired like I said, he fired Schilt from obviously a lot of speculation. His Schilt was trying to do his own thing without any of John Mosalek's input. And I think that's where John Mosley like didn't like it. Well, yeah. As to where now you have Marmol in there that just says yes to everything that John Mosley like says, and so he's like, oh yeah, he's doing fine. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, well because he listens to every little thing you said and doesn't question anything that you have to say. And well, look how the season's um, going. Mm-hmm. Look how that's going for you guys. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if that is really the case, I'm like, that is embarrassing because you guys are ruining something that was. Uh, very great there in St. Louis, especially well, with the people you have and the guys you went out and actually got. Like, and, I mean, and St. Louis is never a team to be this bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not World Series contenders, but they're not a 30-43 and 43 ball club ever. But they're, they're a team that's going to compete to get you into the, into the postseason. And once you get into the postseason, well, like we talked about with the Phillies, you get hot at the right moment. You don't know what's going to happen. Right, but if you don't even get yourself a chance to get into that postseason, well, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Your ultimate goal is you just gotta get in, and you gotta hope that you get hot at the right time, and that it lasts you the whole way through. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that. I don't need to be. I don't need the Cardinals to be a a, a Braves or a you know what I mean or the Astros of of before the. Dodgers from the couple years back, you know what I mean? I'm totally fine with you being that team. Would I love you to be a Braves of sorts? Of course. Who wouldn't, right? But, hey, if we're going to be a competitive team that just makes it in and hopes for a run, that's better than doing what's going on now. Like I said, man, it kind of seems they've had problems from the start of the year and nothing's changing. I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't know when things will change or if they will change. Maybe this offseason they think about it. But, I mean, yeah, the Cardinals right now are really, really bad. I mean – there's nothing more you can really say there other than they're just a shit team. They really are. There's no bright spots. There's literally, I mean, other than Jordan Walker, he must be loving this. He's like, fuck it. I mean, I'm getting my reps in. I'm good. Well, like I said, they've been playing They've been playing a little bit better baseball. Um, yeah, not he, great. I mean, not great for sure, you know what I mean? But they've been playing a little bit better here. And, I mean, you, you have Jordan Walker that's come up. Um, Jack Flaherty's been okay coming back. You've seen a little bit more from him now. You know what I mean? So there's that there. Other than that, though, yeah, that bullpen's getting handled atrociously. The rest of the freaking rotation is really, really bad. Defense, I mean, you, when you have your goal, I think they have the worst defense in baseball you have close your, to it. When you have your platinum glover for the past 10 years all of a sudden out here making errors and not knowing how to play defense, that's how you know it's bad. Well, that's how you know something's up. Yeah. Yeah, Bill DeWitt, the owner of the Cardinals, 
he needs to go freaking take care of business over there and just step in and be like, this is over with. You're gone. I'll tell you who's not having a hard time managing his team is Tori Lovello, Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks manager, baby. That Talk about a team that's hot, man. The Arizona Diamondbacks are a legit team, I think. I mean, it's hard to say. It's, it's so weird seeing the Diamondbacks, the freaking, the Rangers, Baltimore and Tampa Bay be on top of these standings. Like, all these teams you usually are accustomed to seeing at the bottom. You got the Arizona Diamondbacks in first place in the NL West. When was the last time that happened? Ah, shit. Even in the standings. Even in the middle of just, just, August. In yeah, general, when have you ever standing, seen Arizona yeah. in first? I don't think I've seen that in probably in the last 10 years. Yeah, I can't. The Arizona can't Diamondbacks are a hot team right now, man. The Giants right now are also playing some really good baseball over there, too. They swept the Dodgers. They swept this the weekend, Dodgers on a seven game winning streak. And now they're on. Now they're in second place of that division right now. I just want to shine some. Fall. Dodgers fall into third. I'm just saying. I call. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. At the beginning of the year, I did say this might be the end of the Dodgers' reign. I'm just saying. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, just saying. Not jumping off that yet. I think what's more. Sad here is the San Diego Padres are 35 and 36 in fourth place. That's wor- That's a way worse look than the L.A. Dodgers. Well, no, it is. No, it is, it's it way is, worse. It, it, I don't know about way worse. Way it is worse. worse. It is way worse, worse. But they've been playing a way better baseball. Yeah, as last, late. You're this, right. Uh, yeah, at these last couple of weeks, they've been playing way better baseball right now. And like I said, I said this last week or two weeks ago, all it takes is for the, Dodger, for the Padres to click and everybody to get in line. And these guys can go on a tear. No, I agree. But they, we're literally in the middle of June, and it's just now showing up, which well, I didn't You still think. got time, though. No, absolutely. You still have a lot of time. You're the Padres, and you're seven and a half games back. I mean, the Dodgers are falling. They've fallen from first to third. Your Giants are now in second place, and you're all of a sudden winning ball games almost at 500. I'm just saying, it's not that bad. Dodgers are four back of first, and the Padres are seven and a half. Arizona has a... Three and a half front or three and a half games on the second place Giants. I just want to shine some light. Uh, Zach Gallen, who might be the NL Cy Young. I mean, he's definitely making his case at home this year. He's seven and zero with a one ERA. He has eleven. He has an eleven point two K per nine. Did you see that picture? He wears um, the snakeskin belt. The snakeskin <laughs> belt. That is so sick. That belt looks so goddamn sick with those jerseys. God damn, that dude. Yeah, the Arizona, I mean, and not to mention, not only do they have a Rookie of the Year candidate, but they have an MVP candidate over there. I don't know if Rookie of the Year, he might, I don't know if candidate, that dude might win Rookie of the Year. Well, as right now, that might be unanimous. Corbin Carroll is playing unreal right now. Corbin Carroll. That dude is unreal for the for his size and the way he plays the game, man. That dude has taken the game by storm right now, and it's awesome to watch him play. Dude's 22 years old. And he's batting 304 right now, 16 bombs, 39 ribbies, has 19 bags. I mean, Corbin Carroll is making himself a case, not for the rookie of the year. He's That might be in his pocket, but for the MVP, it's going to be hard to beat out Acuna at this rate. But Acuna's unreal right now. I mean, that guy is – it seems like that guy's doing everything and anything you can possibly think no, of. No, absolutely. No, and I, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be hard, but Corbin Carroll is definitely making himself oh, a case. Yeah. I mean the Arizona Arizona Diamondbacks are playing good ball right now, man, and it's just it's a, it's really cool to see just these teams that you're not accustomed to seeing play good baseball for once. Yeah, and to see it sustained, like I said, the beat at the very beginning of the season, right? It's like you see you see all these weird things kind of happen, but you see a lot of them very like dwindle down very very quickly, and to see the Diamondbacks not dwindle down like that, it's a What's, awesome. what's a little concerning, I mean, they're pitching. Don't get me wrong, they do have Zach Gallen, But um, as a team overall, they're 20th in the league of 30 in ERA. They have a 4.4. Um, and maybe, off, maybe they're one of the teams that goes out for a Stroman or, or a Shane, Shane Bieber, Bieber. Yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe they but go their offense, move. yeah. Their offense is really what's um, keeping them afloat here. They're top five in offense. And like I said, yeah, you're right. I mean, what if they go out and get a Stroman on, in that you go out, you pick up a Strowman or even a Shane Bieber, you know what I mean? And now all of a sudden you got a guy to really help kind of behind Zach Gallon. Yeah, to put some put some more pressure in that rot you know, in that uh rotation there. You I know, mean Merrill Kelly's not having no bullshit year either. He started fifteen games, he has a two nine ERA. Um, he's nine and three on the year. Scott McHugh, 
he's a reliever and he has a two six coming out of the bullpen. I mean, so they have they have some dudes, but yeah, what if they go? They're a guy that goes out there and gets Stroman. That'd be nasty. That'd be a nasty combination. Now, yeah, you throw him, you throw one of those guys into that rotation, and all of a sudden, that team's going places. You know what I mean? That team all of a sudden becomes a legit contender to really try to make something happen this year and shit, bring back those um, that old one team. You know what I mean? And make something happen again. And it's worth mentioning the Diamondbacks are the only team in baseball as of today to not be shut out this season. So. Again, dudes can dudes can hit. Dudes can bang. Dudes bang it out a little Corbin bit. Corbin Carroll I mean? carrying that team as a 22-year-old, man. It's crazy to see. I know. It's awesome, though. It's so freaking awesome to watch, man. I'm excited. It's uh, it's getting good. That NL West is going to be exciting, man. I didn't no but, shot anybody in baseball. No rider. I don't give a fuck who. There's no way people were predicting the Arizona Diamondbacks to be this good. And if absolutely you, not. And if you say you if you say you did, I, w- I want to see proof. I, I call w- bullshit. Yeah, I want to see proof that you made this call that you said this was going to happen, and that they, you you thought they were going to be this good. Yep. I want to see it because there's no absolutely no shot anybody predicted the Arizona Diamondbacks to be this. Good. Nah. Yeah. No way in hell. And it's every single person in their right mind except me had the San Diego Padres coming out and winning that division. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, mean, it still could happen. It could still happen. But I mean, if Things go how they're going now. I don't think Arizona's slowing down. So they're forty three and twenty nine. Like I said, they got a three and a half lead in that division. Well, and it's crazy, man. These Giants too, dude. These guys continue to just play good baseball on sweeping, the regular. Sweeping the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium this week. On the regular. They just continue to play year after year after year. They continue to play good baseball. With nobody, man. Yeah, I know. I know. They got no one out there. They got Logan Webb out there throwing sinkers and change-ups and just dealing. He makes that plate grow by like four inches cause, cause just because of the movement. He, It's crazy what he can do with that baseball. He's very underrated. But, I mean, as far as like how they score, I mean, Thyro Estrada. Wilmer Flores. Lamont Wade Jr. <laughs> yeah. I mean, J.D. Davis. They got a Yastrzemski. bunch of guys that they kind of just threw in there. We're just going to put this team together and just Hopefully, kind of hope, yeah. hope for the best. And they're like, oh, shit. But, yeah, Logan Webb is, I mean, he's having himself a good year per usual. Alex Cobb's throwing the ball well. Camilo Duvall, 19 saves on the year. I mean, they got some dudes. But, like I said, I, you, there's just no way that you would have thought that the Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants would be on top of the division over the Dodgers and Padres. Yeah, no, definitely not, but it's awesome to see for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why it's exciting, man, because realistically in a month, these can be very different. But, I mean, as it stands now, this is what we got. We got a hot Padres or a hot uh, Diamondbacks and a hot Giants team. Yeah, and like I said, the Padres are all of a sudden playing good baseball and the Dodgers are all of a sudden not. So keep an eye out for that division, man. It's going to be fun to see how it finishes out or how it continues to play out. Um, that AL West is also pretty good still too right now. I mean, the Rangers are obviously holding up a little bit, but the Angels are still in, are in second place right now. The mm, Angels. The Okay, Angels. now let me ask you a question. Are the Angels going to win the World Series? No. So why would you not trade Otani? Because you hope that you're going to think about him. Think about, okay, well, he's already said that I'm pretty sure he's made it clear that he's not going to resign there. But think of it like stocks. He is at an all-time high right now. I mean, why wouldn't you sell? You could get the most, you can get the absolute most value right now. He's basically God on the field right now. Isn't he leading the league in home runs? He's now? probably leading everything in everything. In everything. <laughs> I mean, Otani right now is by far unanimous MVP. No, I mean, there's no end. Ifs or buts about that, but I I don't know I I mean it's it's I guess from an outsider looking in you know Angels fans I'm I guarantee you will never agree to selling Otani, but I mean why not You could probably get so many fucking you can probably get so much in return for him yeah. right now. Well, and that's what we talked about last time, right? Is how much are people going to be willing to give up for uh, a, a three month rental? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, if you're Arizona. That probably gives you a World Series. It might. You know what I mean? It really might, yeah. If, if, you're, uh, if you're the Orioles, that could probably give you a World Series. You know what I mean? If and, you're... And they have the best farm system. I mean... The, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, even if you go back into the National League, right? If you're the Marlins, you could possibly win a World Series. 
with an Ota- with a Shohei Otani. Let me just read you the leaders in hitting for the Angels. Batting average Otani three hundred. He leads fucking every category. Runs forty nine Otani. Home runs twenty four Otani. RBI is fifty eight Otani. Stolen bases ten Otani. <laughs> Pitching that's, wins Otani six. Stupid. ERA Otani three point two nine. Strikeouts Otani one hundred and five. Whip one hundred five. Otani. I'm, I mean, if you ask <laughs> every, him to, if you every, ask him to save, he probably can get you some saves too. <laughs> Carlos Estevez is the only other name on this list right now because he's a closer. But I guarantee you, if they're like, "Hey, man, can you close?" Maybe the days you don't start, he'd probably be like, "Yeah, fuck it." And if I was the Angels and I knew we weren't resigning him, fuck it, I'm using him every fucking day. I don't care if he's pitching, if he's the, I'm just gonna run him into the ground if he's not gonna. Yeah. You're telling me you're not going to come back to my team. All right, fuck it. I'm going to take full advantage. Yeah, exactly. Have you. Oh, you're tired? Sucks. You're batting second today, buddy. <laughs> I mean, if, if if and I'm pretty sure the Angels know that. I'm yeah. pretty sure they know that. It'll be interesting to see if they trade him. I don't think they will, but I think it would be the smart thing to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, if you're not going to sign him, yeah, he's got to go. you got to get something for him. Or else you're uh, – you're just not setting yourself up I mean, for any that's kind of what I'm success. Saying. Unless the you, there's some kind of verbal agreement, some kind of extension before the trade deadline, then I see it. But if there isn't, man, you got You could get so much in return, man, yeah. especially right now. Oh, for sure. You have to take advantage of it. Like I said, unless you're gonna, unless you think you're gonna re-sign them, or unless there's any kind of chance. But I don't see it happening. I think you trade them grab some pieces make your team better for the future august 1st is the trade deadline so they got sucks a month for, and a half right now and that's what i'm trout. saying man like yeah it does suck but no i'm not i don't even feel bad for him he wanted to stay there he had the chance to opt out and sign yeah. somewhere else he chose la good i mean if that's what you like cool good on you but you should have known going into this like yeah we're not a world series team and it does, hasn't shown and it hasn't shown us yeah. to ever be so i just think Come August 1st, if they aren't even taking phone calls, the Angels are stupid, man, because you got to be willing to listen. Well, like, if I'm already, I'm definitely taking every and any phone call that's coming my way about him. What are you going to give me? Because if you're going to give me a good enough package, I'm not thinking twice, and he's going. That's what I'm saying. It's going to suck. The fans are going to be pissed, sure. He sells a lot of fucking tickets and a lot of merchandise. I get that. Well, yeah, but what do you want as a fan? Just someone that's going to be there to that because he's <laughs> super good, or do you actually want to win? That's what I'm saying. Like. And I just think the Angels right now are in a pretty shitty spot because Texas is probably the mm, second-best team in the AL behind the Rays. And, I mean, they could slow down, sure. But realistically, the Angels are, what, four and a half games back. And as in the wild card, I think they have that last wild – oh, yeah, no, they're in the wild card as of right now because Houston, Toronto have all been – have been both pretty bad lately. I don't know. It'll be interesting, man. See if if they make the playoffs. Is he happy with having Otani in the playoffs for this one year? He's gonna pitch game one, and then he's gonna. Well, he'll pitch game one in every series, and, and then, then he's gonna pitch game two. I don't know. I just don't Patrick see Patrick Sandoval. What you mean? I just don't see the Angels <laughs> being. I trade high right now. I mean, I I definitely be looking for the future towards the future. Oh no doubt, no doubt. You got to get rid of him. Try and worry about or worry about making your team better. I mean, you still have Mike Trout, and you still have about 14 games of every season for the next five years with Anthony Rendon, so. Oh, yay, Anthony Rendon. Well, I'm glad we. St- I'm glad they still have him. Who's on the IL again. This one wasn't entirely his fault. I think he got hit in the wrist and then at bat last night or two nights ago. But, yeah, he's on year one, two, three. He's on year four of seven. He's making $35 million a year. And he doesn't play, so. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, so now, I mean, what are you gonna? I mean, now you're gonna. You have this big contract. You have Mike Trout, and now you got to give Otani half a billion dollars. I don't know, man. It's just maybe more. Maybe more with how he's playing right now. But regardless of the situation, ah, I don't know. It's a tough spot. Like I said, if you're already and you sell him, don't get me wrong. The fan base is gonna be pissed. But you also got to think about the future. If you value winning. If you value, you're, you know, trying to set up a successful team. Yeah. But if you don't give a shit, I mean, then you'll keep Otani and then let him walk at the end of the year and you don't get anything. 
That's also very true. Then you're just fucked for the, for the rest of your future like you already are. Exactly. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. I guess it'll be, like I said, it's one thing to keep your eyes on. Um, but staying in that AL West, Corey Seager, since being off the IL, has been scorching hot. That dude is hasn't missed Dodge, a beat, man. Dodgers made a mistake by getting rid of him. Since uh, returning the, since since returning from the IL in twenty nine games, he's batting three sixty four, thirteen doubles, nine home runs, and thirty six RBIs. Corey Seager's good. That guy is really really good. He's really good, and I mean that that lineup's hot right now, man. So, yeah, I think the Dodgers fucked up. They chose Gavin Lux, who's unfortunately out for the season with the torn ACL or whatever. But I mean, but really, you chose Gavin Lux. Gavin over, Lux over, over Corey, Corey Seager. Like, come on. Yeah. I get it. He's a t- he was one of your top prospects, and uh, you know there was a lot of uh, upside. Yeah, a lot of hype and stuff like that. But I mean, come on, a guy that's kind of proven that he's a uh, he can be that guy, and you give that up for uh, a potential. You know what I mean? Right. It's hey, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? But, but again, man, nothing's changed with Texas. They remain hot. They're on the three game winning streak. Still sitting up, sitting in first. What has changed is the Astros have fallen to third. In that division, but Seattle continues to disappoint. Um, mm-hmm. No need to talk about the Central. I mean, it's just... It is what it is. The Central sucks. Yeah. I mean, uh, a couple things here worth noting. That reverse protest in Oakland last week. Oh, yeah. That was a Sell sight to see, team. man. Sell the team. They had a choreographed chance. I mean, I believe to start the fifth inning, they were going to sit silent for the entire first batter and then... After that first batter, they erupted into cheers. Like, I mean, it it just goes to show the people having a fan base isn't a problem. It's really just the ownership being pieces of shit. Well, yeah, but, I mean, if your fan base still doesn't show up on the regular, I well, mean, it doesn't help either. Well, it doesn't help that your owner doesn't give you anything to cheer for. He's purposefully. Well, no. I mean, I get that part, too. Because we see when fan. Oakland's good and they're competing, we've seen that Coliseum be rocking. Well, yeah, we see that's... the drums out. We see the flags waving. We see all the signs on the fences. Like, we see all that. But And it showed on this reverse protest they had last week. But when the ownership doesn't give you anything to cheer about, I mean, it's tough to show up, man. I don't care how much of a fan you are, but, I mean, why would you? Yeah. Why would you continue to put money in that guy's pocket if he doesn't give a shit about trying to improve the team? They had uh, about 28,000 fans, and at the time, they were on a seven-game winning streak. So, I mean, they're still I mean, they're still a really bad team. They're still 19 and 55, but, I don't know, it just goes to show you, man, that... It's not the fans. The fans aren't a problem there. The stadium looked packed, and it's just the ownership. It's shitty. It's really shitty, and I feel bad for those fans. Yeah. It sucks, but what do you do? Exactly. You know I mean? At the end of the day, it's, it seems like it's a seems like it's pretty set in stone now that it's happening, right? I yeah, mean, I believe I've seen something. Everything got approved, approved yeah. and everything's ready to get going and things of that sort. You know what I mean? So sucks, but at the same time. I mean, it is what it is, right? What do exactly. you do? Exactly. What do you? I mean, you know what I mean. The fan base showed up. They showed that that they're not the problem. So, I mean, there's nothing more you can do. Again, I, I mean, I get that. I get that whole thing. But at the same time, you show up one game. I mean, what is that really supposed to show me? You they know literally I mean? had an all-star caliber team. They could literally have put a, an all-star game roster with the pieces they had: Matt Chapman, Matt Olson. Um. Oh, I saw a list the other day. I can't. Sean Murphy. <clears throat> All these guys are legit, all-star caliber players. Yeah. And they just got rid of all of them. Sean Mania, when he was with them, was pretty really good. Well, I mean, he was only good when he was with them. I don't think he's done anything ever since he's right. been, he's left. You know what I mean? But a couple other player highlights that I wanted to really point out: um, Gary Sanchez. Aaron Hicks, like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Light's too bright in New York for them. Uh, I, well, obviously, it was way too bright because Gary Sanchez out there in San Diego is crushing the ball. Aaron Hicks, I believe, was hitting over, like, 300. I don't know if he still is, but I know his numbers were up there over 3-something since he got traded over, or since he signed, I guess, with the Orioles or got claimed off of waivers or whatever. This was a stat before the weekend series, so obviously names can, or numbers can be a little different, but... 
since signing with the Orioles, he had a 364 average with an on-base percentage of 488, five extra base hits. He reached in all 11 games he has started for, for the O's. And, I mean, he has facial hair now. He doesn't have pressure on him, so, I mean... Oh. And the same with Gary Sanchez. Right? Uh, he's going to hit a big home run in New York late down the season. I can already see it. Gary, it's just Gary Sanchez too. All of a sudden has a beard and can everything's grown out, and now he's hitting freaking mammo shots out there in San Diego. Like, okay, I see you guys. Y'all just didn't want to be in New York. Yeah, they're just scared. <laughs> they're just scared. Can't handle the pressure. <laughs> ah, Can't handle the pressure. Get the fuck out. I mean, that's definitely that's exactly what happened. True. That's Josh Donaldson. Get the fuck out. You're next. I mean, yeah, for real. That guy needs to go, too. That guy's, I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. There. So bad. So bad. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. But it's been awesome. Um, what'd you think about uh, David Freeze uh, declining the the Cardinals Hall of Fame induction? That's, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know too much about his tenure with the Cardinals. I don't know how that went in general. But that 2011, was it 2011? Yeah, 2011. That 2011 World Series was arguably the greatest World Series I've ever watched. I mean, what David Freeze, every time you see highlights of that, even to this day, I still get chills just re-watching those home runs. And, I mean, anytime you see those highlights, man, right. it's like, oh. So, and he was the World Series MVP that year. So, I mean, it's tough. I feel like if you were – if you're the if you're the team's MVP in the World Series that year – and you hit some big, big home runs. I don't know how you I, – I mean, it's the team Hall of Fame. So I feel like you brought that World Series to St. Louis. I think you should be part of the world, you know, as the – be part of the Hall of Fame. But, again, I don't know how the rest – maybe he was dog shit, literally. I don't know. I don't even know how long he was on the Cardinals. Yeah, he wasn't – he wasn't like – I mean, that was literally the only moment he had in St. Louis. Like, it – like I mean, yeah, maybe he had a couple others, but that's really what made his name is that 2011 World Series and that that game exact. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. He has that double or that triple off of the wall where Nelson Cruz gets scared of, of the uh, wall of the wall itself, and then um, he hits that home run in the bottom of what like the tenth or eleventh inning or whatever it is to win the ball game, right? So. To say there was another spot somewhere in his career there to say that he really, you know. He spent four years, uh, one, two, three, four, five years in St. Louis. And, yeah. I mean, and he, then if he, I read he it, didn't if I, have terrible numbers. No, I mean, it was nothing bad. He was a good player. But he, but he was, wasn't a standout. Yeah, like, he, wasn't a, he wasn't an Albert Pujols kind of guy, you right. know what I mean, or uh, – one of those, you know what I mean, big name kind of people that was there for a little while and made a big, uh, a Scott Rowland or a Jim Edmonds, you know what I mean, those kind of guys. He literally had that one big game and had that one great moment or that one postseason, you know what I mean, where right. he did really good. Um, but if I remember correctly, has he declined it because he was the fan vote to get in? Elected in by the fans. Yeah, yeah, he was elected in by the fans, and um, he said something along the lines that he knows like how, like how serious it is by the people that actually get like inducted in, and that he just didn't wanna, he didn't wanna like disrespect it, I guess, in a way of sorts or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it says he knows the value of the honor and wants to respect the other members. Yeah, that there you go. So I mean, I I can understand both sides. Like I do think he should be honored because yeah without him in that world series they don't have that world series that's but, for sure but also i mean he didn't do anything out yeah. his entire five years there like i said if he if he was to take it in i wouldn't be mad about it if he was to say like cool yeah let's do it i wouldn't be mad right. about it but him saying i kind of know the value of being in that organization like you respect it i feel the, like yeah the history of that organ because i mean that's an organization that's very similar to the yankees and the red sox that's got a lot of history yeah you know what i mean they got a lot of history of great ball players and for him to say you know I kind of value what's there, and I respect I respect everything that's been there, so I'm going to decline it. Like, hey, if that's something you want to do, that's on you. No hard feelings about it, you know what I mean? But if you were to take it, I also wouldn't be, I also wouldn't be, be mad, mad about, about it. it right. you know I mean, if anybody would be, you're kind of stupid. I like, mean, he brought you a World Series, yeah, you know what I exactly. mean? Like, you got to be honored in some kind of way because, yeah, like I said, without him, that World Series doesn't happen in St. Louis. Very true. 
So, regardless, I mean, I I I'm, I guess I'm not mad about it, but I'm also not like, like I don't I don't know I don't I don't mind it I guess yeah yeah that's also very true. Um, coming up on the All Star weekend, obviously we got a we got a couple more weeks till that comes up, um, but just want to get a little caught up on the um, voting. As of now, uh, just to kind of see where people are at. I have my views on the fan voting for players, but we'll let that be. Uh, just to give you a little bit of an insight for maybe an episode or so to come here in the next week or so. Um, but for the National League, catcher Sean Murphy, uh, first baseman Freddie Freeman, second baseman Luisa Rise, third baseman Nolan Arenado, which that one honestly question is one that I have questions about. Uh, shortstop Orlando Garcia, which again, J, uh, designated hitter J.D. Martinez. Outfielders are the top three outfielders are Acuna, Mookie Betts, and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. from the Diamondbacks, which is impressive. Corbin Carroll is on, at, is fifth right there behind Juan Soto. So you oh, have that. Juan Soto. And then Get Fernando real. Tatis in sixth. I mean, the guy missed half of the first season, and he's sixth in voting for the All-Star game. I mean, Just come on. Just a marketable player. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's, that's the only reason why I don't like it, because there are guys that are playing there. Corbin freaking... Carroll should start the All-Star game. Don't care who else are. Ronald Acuna, Corbin Carroll are automatic as of I, now. I would think so, too. Mookie Betts, what what is what has Mookie Betts really done this year? You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, I mean, he's, he's Mookie Betts, and I understand that. But, I mean... Can you say he's really been that great this year? I mean, let me who check was, out. Who are the three outfielders? Um, Acuna, Betts, yeah. and uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Mookie Betts is hitting two sixty four. So, okay. I mean, I guess so. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, if, if you want to, I guess he's got Lourdes 17 Gurriel. bombs. Yeah, and Lourdes Gurriel is batting two eighty two with eleven bombs. So, yeah, I mean, so how is how is Corbin Carroll not above both of those guys? Yeah, that's you know stupid. What I mean? that's, that's, very stupid. That, that's what I, that's what I'm getting to with this with this fan voting thing. I have my issues with this fan voting thing. Um, for the American League, leading catchers is Adley Rutschman. Yeah, first baseman is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, which what what is what has he done this year? How is Yandy Diaz that's potentially having an MVP type year not leading that? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, second baseman, Marcus Simeon, which that one I can agree with. Yep. Uh, third baseman, Matt Chapman, which he's having a good year, don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, it's going to be close between him and Josh Jung. Uh, well, Josh Jung's having a legit. And Josh Jung is in second place by about 5,000 or so votes. Right? So you have that. Alex Bregman is in fourth. How is Anthony Rendon even in fifth place right now? I mean, I guess no other team has a third baseman. I guess they just play without third basemen on every other team. That's what I'm saying. Like, how is he even on this list? Shortstop, Boba Shit, which Boba Shit's having a good year. but More than Corey Seager? Well, Corey Seager also missed some time. That's true. That's where my only thing is. True, and Boba Shit, I mean, I believe before Luis Arise, you know. He was leading the league in hits and things like that. So I'm not too mad about that one, but um, Corey Seager – I mean, to say that Boba shit is leading Corey, Corey Seager's in second, and Boba shit is leading him by about 700,000 votes. That much? No. I guess the time, you know what I mean? But even at that, if Corey Seager is that far, Wander Franco is only at 226,000 votes. Which also shouldn't be that bad. Yes, which he also shouldn't be that low behind. Designated hitter Shohei Otani. Yeah. Outfielder, three leading outfielders. Again. <sighs> Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, and Jordan Alvarez. Two of those three guys have are, been on the IL. Are currently on the IL. Are, yeah, and are currently on the IL. Like, I get it. I get it. They're big big name guys. They're big market guys. But uh, that's that's I got a, I got a problem with the, with the fan voting. Masataka Yoshida, I think he's like fifth in the league in hitting right now. Dude's uh, eighth on the list. Behind George Springer. What has George Bring- Springer even done? What about a uh, fucking Randy Rosarena? Well, he's fourth. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. He's fourth. Kevin Kiermeyer fifth. And Adolis Garcia, sixth. Adolis in sixth. That's a little... Julio Rodriguez. Is he even batting over 250 yet? I don't think he's batting over 200. He was one of the <laughs> worst hitters in baseball. That's like, how is this guy even on the list? Well, the game's in Seattle. Like, how is he even on the... But I don't care where the game is at. How are you even on the list? 
Let's see. I'll <laughs> tell you what he's batting. He was he was having one of the worst years. Kyle oh. Tucker is li- is at fourteen. That's crazy. Kyle Tucker is. Oh, he's at- batting two forty four. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but that's where you're at right now. Give you a little bit of insight. We'll get a little bit more in depth, um, you know, on the episodes to come. But yeah, and Kyle Tucker's batting at two eighty eight. Yeah, two eighty eight, and he's fourteenth on the list of outfielders. Crazy. Fourteenth. It's because he doesn't wear batting gloves. <laughs> Discrimination. <laughs> Discrimination because he doesn't wear batting gloves. God, how's Nike gonna promote themselves on right? him without him batting gloves? <laughs> they don't have enough shit out there. He win, I think he wears an elbow guard. I think that's it. Oh man. But yeah, give you a little bit of an insight into maybe something to come here in the near future. But any last words from you, Carlos? Anything else you want to highlight here, real quick? Uh, no, just a quick. Uh, look ahead here, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, for best teams in the AL East play this starting tomorrow. Um, also, these are times where we got to start looking. Oh, Arizona's playing Milwaukee. I mean, the Padres and Giants are dueling it out. You got the Highway Series. Is it Highway Series that they call it between the Dodgers and Angels? Highway or Freeway? One of the, the two. Freeway, yeah, one of the two. They call it something like that. But they play um, two mid-teams. But other than that, man, yeah, no. Hopefully Aaron Judge comes back soon because sick of watching the Bad News Bears play every night. Yeah, we'll see him after the All-Star break. <laughs> Probably. Well, once again, we appreciate all of you guys for, for listening to us, continuing to listen to us. We hope that you guys all have a great rest of your week. We hope that you guys continue to watch. Don't forget to to watch the rest of this College World Series, man. We got some great games some over great there. great games. Yeah, so definitely keep up with those if you, have a, if you have a chance to. A lot of young guys that are trying to make a name for themselves right now, and this is definitely a great stage, uh, you know, to see some of the future talent that will hopefully be in the big league someday. But other than that, we really appreciate, appreciate y'all, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Go Yanks. <laughs>